Yo, what's up, guys? It's your boy Charles Bambino with the DJ Boo Podcast. I want to say thank you first and foremost for the listens, the views, and the follows. It's been awesome, tremendous, and humbling to see us how far we've grown with this. And as we continue along this organic process, that you guys are fucking with us and you guys are staying tuned and listening and enjoying the content. Um, we didn't know what we were going to get, right? It was just something that me and Derek was just going to try out, see how it goes. But as we see, like, people are starting to say, hey, man, you guys are doing great things. It's kind of invigorating us to do more. Um, I want to say that this episode, the audio is not that great or not up to standard as we want it to be. And I want to apologize for that. We young broke niggas. We can't help that. We don't have the best equipment possible to make the podcast as good as it possibly can be. Derek is all the way in GA. I'm over here in Japan. And our boys are scattered across Texas and Chattanooga. So it's hard to meld and mix all that um, audio together to make it one compact thing that's going to be great for you guys. And we're working on it. We're going to make it better as we move along this process organically. So thank you so much. It's still a great episode. It's still funny, thought-provoking, and interesting perspectives from four brothers. Um, It's probably going to get us canceled. We're probably going to get fucked up. I'm probably going to get shot. It is what it is, though. Tune in. All right, you know what it is, man. We back. Yeah, man, man, it's the DJ Boo Podcast, man. You know who it is, man. It's your boy, Derek. It was good. It's Charles Mambino, man. I'm I'm super fucking excited for this episode. Like, you have no idea. I've yes, been trying sir. to get these two brothers together for ages. Like, if <laughs> these motherfuckers were together with me in Hawaii, I would have had five article 15s. That's how much fun I would have had yeah, in Hawaii fast. if these two niggas were there together. Mm-hmm. Give y'all get 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 y'all shout outs, man. I got my boy Nick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I got my boy Derek, man. What up? What up? It's Iggy. Yeah, man. It's good to be here again, man. We, we doing this shit like, hey, yeah, man. Like clockwork. The facts. Nigga. Also, Jay, I gotta I gotta call you out. You misquoted me on your on your last one. You were talking about black women. What I said? Uh oh, call him out. Quote, you call you him tried out. to you tried to quote me and you couldn't remember. What I always say is, I don't gotta wait around for a black woman to pick me, like a dog in a in a pound. You were trying to relate how you, <laughs> you were trying to relate to how like black men like black women want a black man. And I always tell you like, why do I gotta wait around for a black woman to pick me? I yeah. can find someone that just accepts me for who I am. It's so mm-hmm. funny. Yeah, yeah I'm, well, I'm sorry for Ms. Cohen because it's so funny. I was talking to Derek about that shit and like earlier. And I was like, bro, like if you really think about it, bro, out of all the chicks that you, like Derek Dudley, out of all the chicks that you dated, that yeah, we all four of us out there, nigga. know, it seems to me like the non-black females have given you the most play, personally. Unless... Cause you got played, you got played in tech school from that girl. What's it? What was her name? Derek? What was her name? Hogan's? What was her name? The one in tech school? Nigga, why you keep pull, pull, blowing my shit up, bro? Nah, we, we, we going, we going. <laughs> the nigga just sit there, blow my whole spot up. God <laughs> damn, nigga, like, God. Hey, you see how he, you see how he switched up the misquote to focusing you know in on, uh, on yeah, the yeah, oh, 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 y'all, y'all fuck y'all niggas, bro. Y'all niggas like that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta, you know what I'm saying? I can't let that slide, bro. I saw that. He came with the shits, man. He came with the shits already. This is why we got the brothers on here. Like I said, these are two dudes that inspired us to make the podcast. And it's really like, it's interesting, man, that we got y'all on here for this specific episode. Because this one is going to be the episode that gets us fucking canceled, bro. 
Before we start, hey, before we start, man. Like, oh my god. Hey, before we start, man. Like, like I said, but before we start, before we start, man. Uh, like you said, man. Both of these brothers, man. They have their own separate podcast, man. So if y'all don't mind, man, I'll, I'll be, you know, what I'm saying, I'll be remiss if we didn't have an opportunity to like get y'all to explain y'all, y'all podcast and what y'all podcast represents and what it is that you know what I'm saying y'all giving out to the people. So uh, Nick, I'm gonna start off with you, man. I know you got your your podcast. It's on a hiatus right now until you get your shit situated. So uh, if you could tell the people like what your podcast is about, man, and you know, say so how they can get in touch with you and all that shit. So. Yeah, so it's called uh, "Who the Who the Fuck Are You?" But the 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 U and the C are centered, and it's mainly focused around like uh, having co- like real life conversations. And uh, I was tired of watching celebrities get up there and give this story. They sound so inspirational when there's so many people in the world that are just regular people that have inspirational stories too and deserve mm-hmm. to be heard. So that's the whole premise, and the whole premise of it is essentially like. Like who the fuck are you? Like who the fuck are you? Like you, you give your story. Like who the fuck are you? What makes you so special? You know, blah blah blah, 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 blah. But that's a general concept. I'm gonna get a stripper on there. Okay. Been twice. Okay. We waiting for there. that, boy. That's gonna be it. That's gonna be it. <laughs> that's gonna be the the shit that take yeah. it off, man. Yeah, man. We waiting for that one. Yeah. But, they uh, throw more curveballs in the picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking of facts, man. All right, man. Yo, we we definitely finna tap in on that when it comes through, man. Derek, man, go ahead and tap in. Let the people know, man, what your podcast is about, my brother. Yeah, man. So it's Iggy. Uh, my podcast is called Iggy's Live My Podcast, and um, it's a, it's a multitude of things, but it primarily focuses in on culture talk. But uh, I, I I have different elements, so I focus on local stuff. I have a lot of local artists, local business owners, local painters writers whatever they come on to the show and we talk about you know whatever their endeavors are then kind of talk about what's going on in the city at the time maybe what's going on in a global aspect and then i have a, a live session where i have a live audience um come and i'm actually about to start that up i just got the news that we can get back to it next month good shit good shit man. i like i like the live podcast first man. so uh like, yeah. dates will be coming soon uh and then um but yeah man and then i got the you know the extra podcast where i just kind of talk about what's going on in culture and in the world and this is kind of what just branched off to as far as like you know linking up with you guys or or having on people from you know my homies and stuff when we just kind of talk about life or or you know black culture or music or whatever so definitely what's what's good about this man is that like we got like we got four different perspectives, you know. We got a nigga from New York, we got Plano, Texas, we got Zone Six Atlanta, and we got fucking Chat Chat New. Why you always say Plano like you? Cause it's Plano. Cause I said it. Hey, this when that New York shit come out. Cause oh, like this. Here we go, gang up from New York niggas. Here we go. All right, go ahead. They like that New York shit. You know what I'm saying? Run, run everything. You can't tell New York niggas nothing, bro. Yeah, but hey, man, listen, <laughs> let's get into this, man, for real, because like, ahead, so, child, um, not child, uh, Chance, Chance my right. nigga Chance, and I like Chance, bro, I like Chance as an artist, but he been yeah. falling on the sword big time the last couple, last couple months, man, and like he posted this tweet that says, and I quote, "White women and black men have it both ways. They can act as oppressors and be oppressed. Black men." may be victimized by racism, but sexism allows them to act as exploiters and oppressors of women. 
white women may be victimized by sexism, <laughs> but racism enables them to act as exploiters and oppressors of black people. Both groups have led liberation movements for that favor their interests and support are continued oppressed of other black women. Black male sexism has undermined the struggles to eradicate racism. That's a lot to unpack. That's a lot to unpack. And like I like I did a lot of research and it like what, what I got from it was in sectionalization, which is the, the cross between black men and black women and like the fight to the bottom of the fucking totem pole. That's what it seems like to me. It seems like who who's the lowest on the totem pole here so that I can I can get like the, the brownie points to being the lowest the lowest marginalized section of, of culture of so, of societal culture. So my question to y'all is have y'all heard of black male privilege? And if y'all have, what is black male privilege to y'all? Who wanna kick it off? You go ahead, Deli. Your shit, you kick it off. Black male privilege. Have I heard it before? Yes. Uh but personally I don't know how I don't know how I feel about that because at at the end of the day, like I I don't know how to feel about that. I'm I'm what I want to do. I want to check. I want to address that 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 tweet that Chance has sent out first because, like that tweet, uh, while there 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 is some truth to it, like there absolutely is some truth to it. I feel like it kind it's it's one of those tweets that kind of undermines, like what the what the bottom line is as far as like what we're fighting for. Like I I get like there's oppression. Like on all fronts, like you know, what I'm saying black folks being oppressed. I mean, black folks being oppressed and all that good stuff. When we start breaking it down to like you know, like black men or and white women or or oppressing black women just as much as you know, it, it get it gets to a point where it's like, damn, now we still we still going at each other, you know, as black people, and it's just like that's not where that's not where our attention. Well, not saying that's not where our attention needs to be, but it's like there's a there's a there's a bigger issue at hand. You know what I'm saying? I feel like we can address this issue for sure, absolutely, but I feel like at the same time, I don't want that to like kind of like 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 sully the the issues at hand. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't want that to like like dilute what's really going on. Like what's the main focus that we as black people have to like like fight for you know what i'm saying so like just that just that tweet in general i just i just i don't i don't i don't know what chance is on i don't know what type of time he's on but he's he, he he's been pandering a little bit man I, I don't know if i can find another word for it but it looked like he kind of pandering to to some folks oh, man. Man. he's so. becoming a Derek jackson the dude hmm? on social media that be pandering to them fucking <laughs> sad females that be pissed off his shit and be like if your man doesn't come home with with flowers he's a no good hey y'all know Hey, y'all notice he didn't fade it out, bro. Yeah, yeah I'm Kevin, glad his ass that's faded out. Yeah, I fucking hate that big nigga. Big facts, I'll, man. I'll fight that dude. Uh, <laughs> you gonna be like that police officer that retracted all those statements and shit, boy. Yeah, I'm mad he shared my name, bro. I'm so glad. All right, I got, a, I got a question about that then. What's up? About that statement, right? See, what I think, like, sexism is like a... It's a shitty, like, a, a shitty trait of a human. And what I, when she talks about black men oppressing black women, I asked the question, well, is it because black men are in closer proximity to black women than any other race? Because I don't think that black men are more oppressive to women than any other ethnicity because that's, that's just, a, you're just a crappy human if you're a sexist piece of garbage. Yeah. And the fact that black men who, Men in general can be sexist, but the fact that black men are your next door neighbor, your teacher, 
you know, they, they you live in, if you live in a black area, that's who you're going to be quote unquote oppressed by. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's what I would have the biggest question is like, is black men more sexist to black women than white men or Mexican men or Middle Eastern men or Asian men? But if we look at the word oppression, right? It's like the prolonged cruel or unjust treatment or exercising of authority. What what type of authority do we have? I guess I'm saying, I don't think this is oppression. I think it's just a crappy human trait. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's what it is, like because we're not in power to oppress you, unless the only thing I could think of is like I had this discussion uh, with my girl yesterday, and I was like, well, theoretically, like say for example, I have a sexist view, and I call a woman a bitch in the street and tell her to get her ass back in the kitchen. I have no power over her at that moment because I'm a stranger, but in reality. I could I could be a boss to somebody to another woman and me relating these sexist thoughts would eventually I could be oppressing right you know terms have changed mm-hmm. I could be oppressing the women at my job not letting them promote not letting them you know not giving them credit for their work and all these things and letting them just kind of you know never giving them their due credit so I mean I understand it but yeah I, I don't believe in black male privilege I don't you know? I don't yeah I think yeah. that's I, that's a I don't know. I'll let y'all keep going. Nah, yeah, I, I mean, I, like, I just don't. The way the way it came off, and and if you if you read the Twitter responses, like they like the the black women, I love y'all, but it feels like when somebody falls on the sword, y'all fall on the sword with them, and and mm-hmm. and without any type of like recourse or like research into the topic. Black. Uh, ha- ha- oh, great. Oh, my fault. I was like. If, you, if we're talking about the movement or the Black Lives Matters movement, have we been, I would be remiss to say that we haven't put black women or the women that have been brutalized at the forefront of those movements. I would agree with that. I would say that the fact that we have to have, say her name as a movement for the Breonna Taylors, the, the Sandra Blands, if we really think about it, if we ask ourselves the question, honestly, how many women could we name that were brutalized? in the last year versus how many men could we name? I could probably name more to be, men. To be honest, though, to be honest, though, for example, I, we looked this up yesterday because I asked, like, with the Sandra Blaine, all the women that have been um, uh, assaulted or killed by the police, right? The mm-hmm. number of men to women, both races, it's not even close. I don't yeah. think women are cracking 50. 53 yeah. might be the highest in a year, while the highest for men is 963. Yeah. So the, the frequency that a man is going to get killed by the police is a lot higher than the women. So I understand why they may fall, they may get kind of covered up from men. But like, let's be honest. Like, Sandra Bland had a big movement, yep. right? Yeah, and there did. was there just wasn't enough movement. evidence to keep riding it out, right? Because to be honest, and I, people might not like what I say, I can understand why a woman would kill herself when her bail is set at five hundred dollars and nobody comes and bails her out. Mm-hmm. I can I can understand you've been arrested, you've been treated like shit, you're down, you may be depressed, and then you find out no one's coming to bail you out. Right? Mm-hmm. But look at the Breonna Taylor movement. Like that shit's got full steam. You can't yeah, you can't go steam. on Facebook, Twitter, any social media without seeing that memes, like not memes, but it's essentially like I just saved fifteen percent of my car insurance. Go call the you know, yada yada and tell them to arrest Breonna Taylor's killers. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I understand what you're saying, Jay, but it just it that level of brutality with the police just doesn't happen as much as we know as it does to men. Mm-hmm. 
not saying that's right. That we should yeah, talk about it. I um, I got a couple th- thoughts about that. One, you write about the numbers uh, as far as, but that's reflective on society too. You know what I'm saying? Because black men are deemed more of a threat than black women. That's just the facts. Yep. You know what I mean? So like that's, and I'm not saying, and and that's and that's kind of where the whole like sexist like black men are impressive of black I, I just i can't get behind that because if you look at the if you look at the how society looks at uh you know us um i think society holds black women at a higher at a higher rate did we lose him i think uh, so you think he froze so, up but he's recording i think he's recording it is yeah. i think he's yeah i think he's gone <laughs> damn god, god damn it, it. It is what it is. I mean, we'll we'll get him when he comes back. But like he was For he sure. was touching on like um just the numbers itself and if we look at society as a whole, um where like you're right, like we are mass incarcerated at, at a high rate. Um a black black women nowadays are more educated than black men because they have those opportunities to higher education or maybe they're more, more motivated than we are. Um mm-hmm. as far as the job market, I'm not too sure on the numbers of of um, the pay, or like if black males get paid more than black women, black females, or if we hold higher positions than black females, but at the end of the day, like this, we're we're still below in terms of like a white woman. A white woman is going to get paid way more than a black man is going to ever get paid and hold a higher position than a black mm-hmm. man, and or a black woman. I think um, the tweet itself. Is is makes sense, but it's directed in the wrong way. What I think they should be trying to say is that, and I talked to a couple of sisters. I talked to my homegirl Angie, and I talked to my 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 sister Ido, and just to get their perspective on it. And you, yeah, you back? What's good, bro? Yeah, you back? Um, but also I was, I was saying I was talking to my sister you about this. Yeah, we hear you. We hear you. Yeah, you just cut off a little bit. But I was saying, I was talking to my sisters about it, and I was just saying, like, how to them, what they feel, they don't feel that black men, per se, have more privilege than black women, but we, black men in America, black men in general, don't value black women as much as we should. In what instance, like, would you, you, how would you say so, that? Because, so... Angie, my homegirl, she says, black men are the rare culture that denies their own women. Vice versa, no one would even bat an eye about an Asian man or Hispanic couples being together, right? Nobody would bat, because that's cultural for them. It's always like, Hispanics marry Hispanics, Asian marry Asians. But mm-hmm. black men are more willing to step out of their, step out of their culture or out of their race to find love rather than trying to find it within their race. I mean, is that a is that such a horrible thing though? Like, I personally I mean, no, I don't think it's such a horrible thing. But maybe that's something that black women, you know, I can't speak for black women, but maybe that's something that they feel, yo, like that's fucked up. I mean, because I mean, like, I, 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 I guess I understand it, but it's like at the end of the day, if we're gonna go with if we're gonna go with that example, like, then we're just, I mean, we're we're gonna fall into that 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 Doctor Umar trap where we just like fucking just have to landlocked to our own you know our own people and like we can't just find love nowhere else like you can only find love with your culture and if it's not at your culture like 
Yeah, you know, nobody, you know, it's nothing else. Like, no, like, love doesn't work like that. You know what I'm saying? You love who you love, regardless of race, you know, gender, like, whatever. Like, love is love. You can't help who you love. But it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's, like, but it's an interesting bad. question, though. Like, are we, are we, are we, you see more interracial relationships in the black community than interracial relationships in Asian and or Hispanic communities? Mm. I'm, I'm posing a fucking question. You know what I'm saying? Is it is it a thing? Like, are we, not that... I I just feel like that's probably that's probably gender like just to the to the like the individual. I think that's just like an individual type of thing because I don't I don't think that's like a a, a black person just not fucking with a black person I think, type thing. I don't I don't think that's I think, a, yeah I don't think that's locked to like a specific race in general. But I think that's like, highlighted more with black people. But I don't I don't know if that's necessarily true that we carry that more than any other. Cause I've seen Asian my. My wife says all the time that white dude loves Asian women, and I Absolutely. ever since she said that, I've been seeing it a lot more. So it's like, and vice versa, man. Like, that's yeah, as far, yeah, that's as far as their fucking dudes. families would allow them to go as exotic. Like nigga, don't bring no Asian. Well, white. It's no, a white lot. Yeah, yeah, white. Oh, like, white, white. Don't, don't bring no fucking niggers up in here. That's how. They, that's how their family is. I, I mean, but you just said interracial relationship is big with black people. So, but so. that's what I'm saying. Like, what? That's how sisters feel that there's more mm. black. Oh. But I feel like, uh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. ahead. Yeah, I kind of, I miss a lot of time. But anyways, um, so like, I don't like, I don't like that whole idea that black women feel like uh, we're more inclined to do, I feel like black women box themselves in, that's just me, they might not like me saying that, but I feel like black women box themselves in a lot when they Cause I I've had black women that straight up said that they won't like they are not interested in nothing else. I'm like, I mean, for me it's just like I understand black love is an important thing, but if you connect with somebody, you don't have to connect with somebody just off the strictly fact that you look like them. You had a similar right. background. Like, right. I feel like black women are more inclined to do that than any other woman, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like. White women, Asian women, Latina women are all open, more open to dating outside of their culture than black women are. But then you turn around and, and then they say, well, well, black men, men are, are going to, they leaving us. They leaving us. I'm like, well, go date you a white dude. Go date you an Asian dude. Go date you a Latin. I'm not going to be mad if you do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I really don't give a shit. Yeah, so go date you one of them. Like, if you feel like black men are not appreciating you the way you feel like you need to be appreciated, then go date a white dude that will appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? And they and they, and they might do that, and I'm not going to be mad if that happens. But I, I, it's not even like like date a white dude that appreciates you. Date somebody, just somebody. Period. That yeah, they date you. you. Like, yeah, you yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Like, don't box it in and be like, well, only a black man know how to handle me. Yeah, because I mean. Yeah, I was I was just gonna say like as time has gone on, like as we separated from slavery, black family was tight, right? The percentages mm-hmm. of black on black marriage, and as time has gone on, it starts to dwindle, like dwindle as interrelationship relationships go up. It makes sense because black people are starting to live in other places besides areas where there's just black people. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, p- black kids are having white mamas. You know, yeah. they're having if your mama's white, no one can tell you you can't date a white woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You know, because what's the first thing you usually hear is like, "Oh, your mama's black." Well, actually, my mama's not black. <laughs> you know, so it's like, I I don't see the I don't understand this this hate for interracial relationships. I really don't like you love who you love, and then you die. What does it matter? Yeah, exactly. 
Right. I, I, I've never understood the old. You're you supposed know. to be connected. Love is supposed to be a connection of soul. Mm-hmm. You're not exactly. even supposed I don't even see Christina's race. 90% of the time, I am not paying attention that she's Italian. You know what I'm saying? Unless she's talking about making pasta and like, uh, and like try, you know, we start talking about that shit, but on like, just on a regular, like we got to make sure our, our house is straight, get these windows fixed, shit like that. I'm not thinking about how she's a white woman, you know, helping me yeah. make these decisions. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like, I think, um, black women, black women feel like, and, and they are, they're the pillars, right? They're pillars of our communities. Like we have, yeah. you know, some, most of us have black mothers and then like what they, what they see is, is like, well, you have a black mother. Like you said, Nick, you have a black mother. How could you not lo- love black women? Or you've been raised by a black aunt or a black grandmother. How could you not love black women or not want to be with black women? Like I'll, I'll, I'll put it like this, bro. I'll, I'll put this out there. I don't like putting this shit out there, but I have dated black women from the age of seven, when I first started like liking women, liking girls, up until 20-something. The ones that I had, I had three major relationships in my life, all black women, and each one of them motherfuckers cheated on me. Period. And that's fine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm cool with that. It is what it is. I'm over that shit. You know what I'm saying? Put me in safety depression, all that shit. I met somebody who was genuine, cool. She was an island girl, but she's not black. But we vibed on different levels, right? And we got married. I remember going back to New York with my wife and seeing and getting the eyes, bro. I've I've been told on Facebook, and that's why I quit Facebook, in, in, in groups. Oh, you one of them niggas that don't like your own kind. You just want to date a white girl because you feel it's going to make you, it's gonna make you better. I've been told that. I've also been told by a girl that's 5'2", a black girl that's 5'2", five 5'2", two, five two, she won't date me because I'm 5'8". She can only date niggas above 6'0". Yeah, that's so, the goofy shit. That's, that's the goofy I'm... shit. That's the shit that, like like you said, Nick, and I, I want to quote you properly, you don't want to wait for a black for a black woman to choose you like you in a fucking dog pound. Because I feel you're absolutely right. I feel like black women are extremely choosy. Yeah, that's They're true. extremely, like the, the requirements are so out there, so unrealistic. Like, he got to make this much money. He got to be this tall. He got to be this physique. He got to have this type of car, like materialistic shit. He got to have... Bro, that was a... I was going to say there was a post. I think I talked about it with with you, Jeffrey, uh, earlier this week. Um, It's a a black girl that I follow on Facebook, and she put up a status that said um, she can't date a nigga that's broke. And her comments was booming. And all I posted in there was, uh, it was a quote that I had. And it was basically saying, like, men are only are only loved based off of what they bring to it. You know what I'm saying? What, what they have as far as a value. Like, they're not just loved just because of them. They have to have, they have to be bringing something into something to be loved or to be looked at. And she was like, she pretty much doubled down on it. She was like, why would you post that thinking I was going to change my mind? Like, I can't, I can't, my body won't even allow me to be with a nigga that's broke. First of all, what is broke? You know what I'm saying? Then, and then second of all, it's like, that wasn't even why I posted that, but it was a cause of reflection. Like, can you imagine that, that nigga that you, that you want to be rich, he going to expect some kind of shit out of you. Whether you keep your body right, whether you keep the house up, whether you cook for him every time he come home, whether, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
Mm-hmm. You, you gotta yeah, wear you gotta wear red on Friday. You got like them them them, them type niggas. You know what I'm saying? So for you to do that shit, they know they can do that shit. So for you to for you to say you can't like how, how who's to say a rich nigga a nigga with money uh, is gonna treat you right the way you need to be treated just because they got money. It could be a broke nigga that that fits you perfectly. He just ain't got his shit straight, and it take you to get him help help him get his shit straight. You know what I'm saying? Like. But you got a black woman that's saying, well, I, I, and then, but turn around, well, there's nothing wrong with me being single and being happy. Okay, well, that's fine, but don't turn around and be mad about niggas that's, you know, that go date other women, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't, you can't have both. I think the biggest thing with men and women when dating, it's like, usually you don't find a woman that wants to build a man up. Yeah, that's, that's so true. That's so true. They want you to have it already. You got to be already yeah, ready. Finished product. While, like, for example, like, it's like if there's so much more to life than the amount of money you make, mm-hmm. the job you work, right? You want an entrepreneur type nigga, and you're an entrepreneur, and you're not taking the time to teach him. Like, how good are you being to the black man? Yeah, the black community. You have knowledge that most black folks don't obtain, and you're being. Like, nah, that nigga's already got to have his shit. Like, bitch, you sell shit on Etsy. Shut the fuck up. Seeing these sexist ass comments to men, because, you know, everyone's got it hard. You can't make all these comments about men saying, oh, this nigga's got to have this, this, and this. And when a nigga tell you to shut the fuck up and get in the kitchen, you we the get oppressor. about it. Yeah, yeah. We, we the oppressor. We the black man That's privilege. Right. And then they're going to turn around and say niggas ain't shit. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. You ain't shit. Both of y'all ain't shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, exactly, bro. Black men got to be complete. No, they can never be like, this is a good brother. He's loyal. He just he just not on the right path financially. Like, yeah. It, it, let me help guide him because clearly I know how to do it. Like, no, I want a nigga that's already did it. So I'm going to go get me this nigga. And that nigga is, is another type of nigga. He's like, bitch, I don't need you. I yeah. got all these women. I got all these. Chase me. You all chase me because you want the finished product. What are you bringing to a nigga that's rich? Most niggas that's rich, you got to be meeting them crazy at a certain level. If you just coming on some like regular, regular shit, then he not going to fuck with you. He going to treat you like beneath him. You know what I'm saying? That's just the facts. It's not too many rich niggas. That shit creates a fucking complex, bro. That shit creates a complex. Because like we see it in, I think it's, and we can only speak about the black community because we see it, right? We have the women that want, like you said, you want a finished product. In high school, right, the finished product is a nigga with the Jordans, the Jabot jeans, or like the flashy nigga. That's the finished yeah. product, right? And, and and where we at right now, the finished product is great job, entrepreneur, making like a lot of money, is free to do whatever he wants, right? And you see that shit in junior high school, high school. Like, Nick, I told you a story about the chick that I liked in, in junior, it was elementary. I gave her my fucking candy. That was, to me, that was my finished product. Story, I bought, I took my allowance money. And I bought your stupid ass candy, who you then shared it with somebody else, right? That was the finished product for me. In high school, the finished product was my, I got to go get a job at 14, work at McDonald's, then work at Popeye's, and work at Victoria's Secrets, because I got to buy J's, got to buy Jordan's, because the only way that these girls are going to see me, because I'm, I'm like, what, 5'7 at this time, 5'6, I'm short, right? The only way they're going to see me is if I dress a certain way, if I act a certain way. You know what I'm saying? I, I got to act hard in front of all these, it's like, I got to... I got to admit the most testosterone in the room. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
in order to mm -hmm. be seen and be like this hard ass nigga. Like, bro, I got into so much fights off of shit. I don't even remember why I fucking fought just because I'm admitting so much testosterone in front of women. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a fucking, that's the, that's like the dynamic that happens that we've seen when they say like they want this and they want this in the man and we're trying to give it to them. We're trying to perpetrate it. So, yeah, yeah. You, you know what? Like, I now that I think about it and hear everybody's story and whatnot, you know, I think for all the for all the good that social media has done, I, f I feel like social media has also been like some some form of a detriment to the dating, uh, dating, uh, you know, the dating scene and whatnot. Because you really got to think about it. Like, for example, like like you were just talking about the fact that you know uh, a woman gonna always want a man that's complete. Like he gotta have this, 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 that, and the third. Before he can even like fucking look my and look in my vicinity, like, but you got to think about it. All these chicks that they looking at to be complete, like they're they're getting these references from online, like from from dudes that got these Instagrams. They got you know they got the hundred thousand followers, you know. What I'm saying they got the they got the chicks all on they on they in, in they DMs on they on they timeline talking about oh you this you that you sexy and he flashy he the flashy nigga. But when you look at most of America, like you know, most of America, we we work in blue collar jobs, we hard working, like we got regular jobs, we we yeah. got we financially financially we good, we don't have to we don't have to be like fucking like a quote unquote entrepreneur, we ain't got to be all on the camera and shit for everybody like popping bottles and shit. Nah, if we got we if we got our we got our house together, we got our you know our everything paid for, bills paid, you know what I'm saying, credit score looking alright, our kids is fed, and our, and everything in our in in our area is good to go. Like, why do I have to be a fucking popping ass nigga? Like, uh, according to you, you understand what I'm saying? Because most, most, chick, most chicks be you looking for that. Shit, nigga. Hmm? And yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, 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 like chicks will. Chicks will telling her about the the niggas that fucking flew them to fucking the Bahamas for the weekend, and she wants yeah. that too. Yeah, and they, and they just want they just want to be part of the fucking yeah they just want to be part of the clique like damn I want to get flown out to the Bahamas or Cancun I want to get flown out to fucking Japan and shit like that too like you ain't got the money to do that for me so why what am I doing with you and then like it just kind of and and anything and then what that all reverts back to is just like all the all the things that men have to go through as well like we we have to be the ones to have to to, to, to do all this for the women and stuff like that so it's like. At the end of the day, it's a lot more pressure for uh, for for men and stuff like that. I don't think like... women understand the stress of of sitting they there don't. and looking at a woman and saying, "I gotta go talk to her," because I want to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure y'all can all like all relate to that. Like, there's this yeah. chick that's sitting have you game. like and like, man, women. I gotta go say something because I like her and I want to talk. I, wanna I didn't. Talk. I didn't try. I didn't try pretty much every way to try to talk to a girl at one point in my life, and I was nervous at all, all of them. And and they've I probably have gotten swerved, swerved on all of them. Oh, I got curved you know times, like, bro. I think everybody has, man. Bro, I yeah, walk I mean, behind I mean, this I... chick once, and I say, "Hey, how you doing? How you doing, beautiful? I like to talk." She turned around and she said, "Ugh," like I, I thought I stunk, bro. I thought I was that's pretty like, dog. Oh, that's how, that's bro. That's yeah, how that's Christina how... did me when I first met her. <laughs> Not even bullshit, you, bro. I went up to her at the pool party. I said, hello, my name is Derek. She looked at me with disgust. I was like, all right. And I left. I kept moving. Now here we are. <laughs> but, bro, like, that's what I'm saying. I didn't, guys, I didn't wrote a girl a letter. Got swerved. I didn't, uh, you know, I didn't text her, try to get it, walk up, try to get a number. Then got the fake number. You know what I mean? Like, it don't matter, bro. I didn't did it. It's been all, I didn't see the girl in the mall. I tried to go talk to her and got swerved. So, and, but in all those instances, I had anxiety, like a little bit of anxiety being like, all right, 
damn, how do I approach this? How do I like, cause it's going to be awkward in any situation. It's never, it's not going to be as smooth. I ain't, I ain't Chris Brown. It just don't come easy. You know what I'm saying? Like I have to, <laughs> I have to figure out how I'm about to, you know, court this woman or court this girl. You know what I'm saying? Like some niggas got it easy. Some don't. I had a homie, white dude, homie in my high school. He looked like Ashton Kutcher. We used to go out with this nigga all the time. And he got, it was, they just came up to, it was like 10, 11 white girls. They would stay literally around him all the time. It's like, bro, I don't know why you ain't fucking do that. But, but I'm saying, but I'm saying like some, some people, even, even light skin do. I didn't have light skin homies. The same shit happened to them. You know what I'm saying? Like they just walk around and, and it's just easy to them. Bitches come up to them and it's, and, but, but, but for the regular niggas like me, like me. You got to figure out, all right, how am I going to, like, get her attention? You know what I'm saying? And and and, and have her stick with it. So. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I wish I wish this episode was a video episode. Because as we sitting here talking about our struggles, this nigga Nick is sitting there like, I can't relate to this. <laughs> 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 hey, oh, he one of them niggas is easy. I paint the picture, bro. Like, Nick, Nick is what? 6'2", six, 6'1". I'll tell you, yeah. nigga. Six, 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 one. One. six one. This nigga's a light skinned Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably, he probably one of the he probably one of the niggas I'm talking about. Like. This nigga Nick no. walks into the club and all the nigga walking walk the walk in the club. Yeah, no, walk wait. in the club and they and they just they just they just flock. Like, bro, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're absolutely clubs. right, bro. I feel like I had to do so much. I had to work so hard, and I, I felt like when I met my wife, who's not black, she's she's not white, she's Hawaiian. It was just so easy. Like I just walked up there and I had a conversation. Why? Why is it that? And I can only talk about black women in New York. I feel like they're the worst motherfuckers alive. I feel like they have the stinkest attitudes. And they, they're the ones that perpetuate that, like, yo, you got to have your shit together to fuck with me. I, that's that's just how New Yorkers are. Why is it that the black man has to be above, equal or above where you are in life for you to want to even, like, talk to him? Like, just to have a conversation. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I, mean, I mean, a club is not the best way to go about meeting somebody, personally. No, it's not. No, it's not. I don't even think dating apps are, is the best way to do it either. Like, I mean, you work with nah. what you got. You know what I'm saying? But like, still, I've, I've, I'm sure E Harmony. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Or P-O-F-O>. <laughs> but like, <laughs> but like, we see it all the time, bro. They want like you. They want the finished product. They want the best. They want the best. The best jeans. You know, they want the best jeans. That's why Nick, you, you're probably you're the trifecta. You're light skin, tall. And black, you're the, you're, you're the trifecta, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm a sh- I'm short, bald, and dark skinned Nigga, I'm the bottom of the I'm the bottom of the totem pole. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I mean, I, I, hey, listen, dark skinned niggas is in. I don't know well, what now about, now he is because Chris Brown has made like a whole album in like how long? He, he dropped one last year, nigga. Just Chris Brown yeah, on drugs and beating like he beating women. Thirty-eight songs on it. Yeah, yeah it was good though. Long. But but but. But dark, but dark skin niggas is in, bro. Look at Idris Elba, bro. Now Idris Elba been getting pussy for the longest now. That's that hasn't. That's nothing. Famous, famous. Like Tyreek, exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It takes God. 
I feel like I, I just feel like it's an even. I feel like as far as that goes, it's an even. But now, when I was coming up in middle school, I had a black girl straight up tell me she wouldn't talk to me because I'm too dark. Yep. See, see, like I grew up in a white town, so I I couldn't attract a black woman to do nothing because I wasn't what they wanted me to be. Yeah, that's how um, I, that's how it was with me too, like. I was the typical thug nigga that was sagging, you know what I'm saying, tatted up, fucking. Yeah, that was the same uh, for you, Nick? Like, they wanted, like, huh? thug niggas? Yeah. yeah. You know, like, I didn't, I, like, I tell people, like, I didn't have a legit girlfriend until I was 16. You know, I didn't, and I mean, like, go on a date, anything until I was 16. Because, like, I wasn't black enough. For the black girls, and I wasn't white enough for the white girls. Yep, I feel so you. So what does what does that leave you? That leaves you the night riders, and you don't want to fuck with a night rider. Rider. Yeah, you. <laughs> but bro, bro, explain I, to me what I, a night rider I, I, is, bro. What is a night rider? <laughs> a, a night rider is a white girl that only fucks with black dudes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and why would you love that? Yeah. Yeah. Why would you buy white? Yeah, because they they usually busted. Yeah. They usually no, they're usually they ran through by the team. Bro. They're busted. <laughs> they're ratchet. They're they're most the yeah. most extreme negatives of yeah. like a stereotypical black person. Yeah, they really are. You're, you're right, bro. They drive an Altima. Their nails are like this. It's eight <laughs> inches long. Night Rider. That's the first time I've ever heard that, bro. Like, <laughs> they say more than black people, bro. It's the, the, the worst. Oh my lord! But yeah, I, listen, I feel you, bro. And you know what? It's a. I feel like in our generation, it's a lot of black men that are like us. You know what I'm saying? That that we're in the middle. Like we weren't like this super hyper masculine nigga. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But we were around white people. Like we went to school with white people, or we were around white people. But we're black. We're purely black to them. It don't matter how the fuck we dress or what we do. Like we're just black to them, so that we're not accepted or we can't come home to mom and dad and shit. So we're in the middle of like, all right, well, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. how do we play that? And that's that's exactly how it was for me. Same way, bro. And plus, I had the dark skin shit going with me too at the same time. So it was like, <clears throat> yeah, I didn't have a uh, yeah. I mean, that's the same shit. My first my first girlfriend in high school was Filipino. I ain't gonna lie, I'm on Tinder right now, man. This uh this sloppy chick talking about if you're not at least six three, don't talk to me. Swear to God. You on Tinder on the podcast? Right now, bro. I'm just looking, bro. Cause I, I really wanted to <laughs> All the fly research, man. Research purposes only, bro. Let's see. Let's see. If you don't know how to treat a man, oh my God. What the fuck? Yeah, Anyways, it's, it's bro, real. we got it's a little off tender. track from the main topic yeah, of this. We did, bro. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Black man privilege. I, it's bullshit. Yeah, we fucking completely diverted. But, like, in terms of black male privilege, um, when I think of black male privilege, I think that we live in a patriarchal society. Um, yeah, we do. Men men are going to have certain privilege that, that women don't have, and it's up to us to either not act upon those privileges or make those privileges better, right? We, we see the change in, 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 the, in the shift. Women are being hired more for certain jobs. Now we have to fix the pay, right? Um, Dude, 
Do you mm. feel um, in America, mm. maybe not, maybe in black communities, black men have more privileges, I guess. I don't like hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Like we have more yeah, black there's rappers. Yeah, there's more black rappers. Or in more black or athletes. Shit like Nobody's that. Nobody's watching the, w, like, the WNBA. As, as far as a big umbrella, do you feel like black men have a step up on black women? Because I don't. I feel like, you know, we, we lead in our incarceration. <clears throat> black women killing us in schools, in college. They're graduating at a higher rate. I just feel like I just they're getting better positions than us on a, on a more grand scale. Uh, I don't know, man. I just can't say that uh, that we have this power to. I don't. I don't think we have the. I don't think we have the privilege or the disparity. The disparity in privileges is not as steep as people make it seem. Like when they made that that tweet, it made it seem like there was this huge gap in in privilege between the black man and, and the black woman. I don't think that's true. I don't think. I don't know. I don't know. My, not enough to call us like equals white like women. women. So no, I don't think so. I think um, it's such a hard topic, man. Because like I said, we live in a patriarchal society. Men have yeah. certain privilege that women don't have. Like yeah, like rape culture, right? You think of mm-hmm. that. Like um, we don't talk about that. Yeah, we don't. We should talk about it a lot more. Right, and and that's totally totally good. Good. What rape culture are you referring to? Because I'm a like I'm a just just now. um just rapes in general, or like um I think it's more of a like how men um objectify women, uh, not necessarily which we you know there are men that rape and especially uh younger women like child like teenagers, but that's the thing we need to definitely talk about in the black community. But I think that um. I think you mean like just as far as objective, like men can do things and objectify women, uh, and that's how way that we can show our dominance over them, especially in a black community. I mean, I know I, you know, I've seen it, I've seen it, I've seen it in, in men in general, but I've seen it with black men too. Like, you know how we, you know, objectify women with their weight. Uh, I had to hit a good on. But didn't we yeah. just kind of talk about how women objectify men instead? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. I don't feel like that's why I said I don't feel like the disparity and the privilege are that wide. Like I feel like yeah, women, it's not that wide. Yeah, women have certain privileges. Like a woman could go on Instagram right now and show her titties and, and show her ass and get a million followers and then be sponsored for Fashion Nova and get flew out to some country by some rich nigga and that's and she if she chooses to do that that's on her and she like i said like she could play the i was telling my wife like don't act like this is this is not don't be naive you could play the game you could yes. you can manipulate it to you how you want to right and we see it all the time with these fucking like only fans like bro like bro so only fans is making these fucking these women fucking damn near millionaires Cause yeah, they're there. Because yeah. we're fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah, nigga, 18 k a month some. and OnlyFans subscriptions. That's ridiculous. I know Derek Dully had a couple subscriptions. <laughs> I see this as a goddamn, no like, I see you trying to try me up this podcast. <laughs> That's cool. Because, like, I got, I got some heat on you, my nigga, but I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to be the cool nigga. I'm going to just keep this shit on the Hey, listen, bro. I ain't mad at the hustle for OnlyFans, but that's definitely a way that women are uh, 
winning over men for sure. Because all they got to do is show their ass, send a couple pics of some niggas, and they win. Absolutely. But all right, how do, how do we talk about men objectifying women where women will get on the internet and objectify themselves for a price tag? For for a price tag. So how can you turn around and say don't treat me like that's, an object but that's, when I give you $12 but that's, you pull that pussy double standard. See I think that's a product a of a... I, I feel like that's a product of a patriarch society, though, because, I mean, for them to feel like that they have to do that to get to a certain level financially, you know what I mean? Like... I don't even that's know if they coming, feel like it. They just want to do it because yeah. some people just some, don't want to get a regular fucking job. Some, yeah, yeah. I, there are women that are like that, but there mm-hmm. are some women that feel like that because, um, like, I don't maybe not with OnlyFans, but like stripping and shit. Like they're trying to get in school, and they they you know uh, that job was going to make. It's the same thing as a hustle. Like if I sell a, if I sell zips for a living, I'm gonna make way more than if I go fucking work at McDonald's. I'm gonna make way more in two weeks. Than I'm, gonna, I'm gonna make. Working at McDonald's, so it's kind of like the same thing with stripping. Like, I know, but the 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 way stripping is viewed is bad because they get naked, they shaking ass, niggas in there throwing money. Well, that's a that's a a, a, a it's product a legit of profession, patriarchy society to me. In certain countries, it's a legit profession. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I'm sorry, I was just saying in in other countries, it's a legit profession. Amsterdam what, is a legit what? profession. Strip- oh, stripping. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They got healthcare and all that. Only look down in America somehow. It's only look down in America like it's a. Uh, I mean, the government has isn't that like the oldest job? Like to tax, to tax it yet? When they yeah, find a way to tax it, then it'll be legal. It's literally the oldest job in the fucking like in the since the beginning of the beginning of time, bro. Like prostitution. Yeah, prostitution has been, been around job. for centuries, Forever. centuries. Like, yeah. So I just think I just think like for if you don't want to be treated like an object, don't act like an object. I agree. With simple, that. right? Second of all, right. I understand, like, yeah, you could make more money if you go shake some ass and pop your pussy on OnlyFans, but where does your morals lie at, right? You could mm. you could do that, and you could go through school, and you can write that book and say, I was selling pussy on the internet to go to school. Or you just get a regular job, and you keep your moral intact, because guess what? Your boyfriend, you don't got to sit there and lie to your next man saying, oh, my shit's all over the internet. There's Reddit pages dedicated to me. There's... There's tiny, <laughs> you know, there's Google drives full of my nonsense, right? Like, how can you, like, you know, you want to do that, then fine. But don't, don't try to shape the narrative. Like, you're some poor, that's all you fucking got, right? You, you know, like, that's not all you got. You can't drag yourself to a fucking McDonald's and work that slave ship. Or if you choose or... to act like an object and go sell your vagina or go pop your pussy on a pole, for 10 bucks like that is what it is that's your decision but you got to live with that for the rest of your life and don't act like when a man treats like an object because he's seen you in the club shaking your ass for dollars and he turns around and treats you just like a, a chick shaking her ass for dollars yep and it, it really just comes down to like just taking accountability for your actions at the end of the day like ain't nobody force you to like become well i well for the most part none of these none of these women are being forced to like get into these stripper roles or like open up these only fans or make these fucking premium snapchats and shit like that man oh or link in my bio what else you got what else what like, else Hmm? You know it all. I forgot. Huh? I, I, I started naming them shit, man. <laughs> shit, you know, goddamn Pornhub subscription. Linking my bio, OnlyFans. Damn, you know they, 
Naughty America, you feel he me? Give, he give, he give it I'm giving it many fans. Yeah, keys, yeah. Listen, I'm, I'll give y'all keys, man. What the fuck? <laughs> I'll give y'all keys. But listen, at the end of the day, man, no, no, nobody's being forced into these in, into these roles. Like you, this, this is something that y'all choosing to do because it's easy money for y'all. It's easy for y'all to just go ahead and take y'all, you know what I'm saying, take your shit off, show it to the world, and you already know thirsty-ass niggas is going to pay money for that shit. Thirsty-ass niggas are going to invest in that shit just because they want to fucking see you in a, in, a, in, a, in a sexualized manner. And y'all are banking off that. So don't don't just act like it's just a one-way street. It's a two-way street. He get, you get some out of it, he getting some out of it. So, I mean, that, that, that whole, like, oh, Thanks. man, this is, you know, this we objectifying women. You, you getting yeah, I don't know. I, I, okay. Go ahead. My bad. Go ahead, okay. go ahead, go ahead. I also don't think people weigh the consequences of their action beyond two feet of their, first, their next step. You know, I don't think they, don't. they weigh their actions as an adult. Like, people will feel bad for a girl stripping to go to college, but nobody feels bad for a man selling rock on the street to put to get diapers for yeah, his kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm, I'm a man of true equality, real equality. Like, you don't, I don't need to open your fucking door. That's disrespectful to you. You're a grown-ass woman. You can open your own fucking door, you know? Mm-hmm. So I just don't think we should be giving pity to people that we don't give pity on the other side of the gender the same pity. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. I I feel you. I I don't know. I I feel like um, it's partially. I don't know. I, I I as a as men, we are a little bit more of a protector. So I feel like, um, I mean, if we don't believe in those roles and we keep it even, then nah. But I feel like those roles play a part in some way, and I think it causes us to be a little bit more responsible as far as how we are viewing these things. But that doesn't necessarily mean that um, women don't play a part or have um, advantages themselves. And I think when they try to cut that off and like, it's, it's a difference between saying <clears throat> that black men got to do better and uplift our, our women better than what chances p- t- tweeting saying like, uh, you know, black men are similar to white women. Like they deal with police, but they have the 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 blanket of sexism. And like, bro, what the fuck? Like, that's not that's yeah. That those are not um. That's that's not that's not the same because our our community is not the same. You know what I mean? Like, we just can't we just can't blanket it that way. Now there are we do need to do better about protecting and and uplifting. Yes, but saying that we have this um, overseeing power of women and how they're getting treated, like black women, how they're getting treated in the black community. Most of black, most black families, the black mom and the black woman is the one running shit. And that's facts, bro. That's fact. Big facts. I didn't see it for myself multiple times. Like the black woman is the one running, is one keeping the family uh, uh, together. Mm-hmm. That's one of the privileges that they say that we have as black men is that we can up and leave whenever we want and and just leave that family stranded. That like black men, and that this is coming from like tweets from like the the response to what Chance uh, Chance put up. Um, that black men have the opportunity and the privilege to have as many kids as they want with black women and just not assume the responsibility or be accountable for those kids, which is why we see more black single parents or whatever have you. No, nah, because that child support kick in. And yeah, they that's don't. BS. That's, that's BS. bullshit. Niggas yeah. get caught up with child support all the fucking time. Trust me. Niggas, uh, if you're not taking care of your kid, I don't know one woman alive up. that's not gonna put you on child support. And you gonna get. And once you get on too. the books, you on the books, my nigga. You need to pay up, and, or you going to jail. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's, that, it's, it's that simple. So, like, bro, like, I don't believe in that either. Like, we can't just up. Now, you have the responsibility. Now, that's bullshit. Like, I don't agree with niggas doing that shit. Don't get me wrong, because a woman, she has to take care of the daily duties and all that. But if a nigga not paying his child support and he on papers, well, he's going to jail. You know what I'm saying? So, he, and now he got to deal with that. That's not just up leaving his family. Like, he didn't take care of his family. Now, he got to go to jail. The court can the court can force a father to get a job. He yeah. can literally got, just got fired. He'd be like, I don't have any money. They're like, well, go get a job at Wendy's or you're going to jail. Yeah, while, real while, shit. While a woman can be unemployed. Yeah, she can be unemployed. She can get yeah. federal assistance. She can get food stamps. Yep. She can get WIC. Facts. And they will not force her to get a job while the man is forced to get a job. That's my whole problem with all this bullshit. You want to talk about sexism? Facts. And that's, and that's aimed at black men, by the way. Where's all the feminist groups that fight for fathers' rights? Wouldn't that be true equality? That a, a father and a, a mother, a, the mom just doesn't get the child off the rip because she has a vagina and birthed it out? Yep. Like Most the things women you have get... to go to to prove a mother shouldn't have custody is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. They have to be. They have to be druggies or straight up sign over rights. They have to be like. Yeah, they have to be pretty much ain't shit or they sign over rights. They don't want nothing to do with the kid for you to get the kid. It'll never, if y'all are even, like if a man is even with a woman, she's getting a kid. If we want to talk about privilege, I'd say that women have more of a privilege to abuse the system than men do. If we're talking about black and black men and black women. Yeah, I agree. Black women have more privileges to abuse the system. They can claim fake domestic violence charges. They can claim fake rape allegations. And they lie on both, nothing happens. They can keep the father away from a child. Guess what? Nothing happens. The you smoke weed, boom, got you. Right? You, they can, they can, they have the ability to find a individual and ride the coattails. Right? You have the ability to live off the government assistance, never get forced to get a job, make that motherfucker pay you X amount of money a month, and never get a job. Yeah. Never. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ne- like never they will not force you to go to work like they will force a man to go to work yep, yeah yeah i told a story like um my ex like i got to a fight with my ex and she called the cops and I, my lip was bleeding and they told me to go f- to get the fuck out I- yeah <laughs> oh we know we know the struggles <laughs> you know you know but that's what i'm saying i don't, I don't think i don't think black women see that because I, I think what they tend to do is to say well you're a man i don't think women in general see it not just black yeah well, that's true <laughs> women in general no you're absolutely right i don't want to my fault for generalizing but women in general don't see that that we're men and that because we're men we're able to deal with these certain things but like this shit affects us as well absolutely on a level like i i can't tell you how many times bro i didn't see like men like literally break down just over the fact that you know what I'm saying he's trying to fight to get his kids, man, and, and like you see a, a like a grown ass man sitting down, breaking down because like he's going through the system, like trying to do everything he can to like you know what I'm saying get a hold of his kids, just to see his kids, just to spend time around his kids, just to have like a uh, like some like a spiteful a spiteful woman, like like use the courts to like literally keep like keep him away from mm-hmm. his like from his seed. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't yeah. I don't I don't think women really yeah, truly understand. I, I, I don't have wanted. kids. Yeah, I, I don't I'm not, I don't have kids personally, but like just I can I can only imagine like what the the emotional toll that takes on somebody to like actually like you want to be in this kid's life. You want to go ahead and like like raise him or her up and then like have him be a productive like uh, citizen in society. Just to have the court say, "Nah, you can't you can't spend time yeah. with her. We're going to send yeah. it to the mother." Like, you know you what I'm saying? Like eight I, days I, a month. I, 
That's what they're Yeah, doing. like they give you like a like they rationing out days when you can see your your seed. Like insane to me. That, that's insane to me, bro. Like I I know I don't have kids, so I'm kind of just like thinking like how I would feel, but just like anybody that's going through that, bro, I can I, mean, bro, I can let me let me tell you all a little story, bro. I've been fighting to see my kid for three years, right? Mm-hmm. For three Damn, years. Bro, more power to you, bro. So this is yeah, thank you. This is like my whole point is. I went through three. I've spent more than fifteen grand on this, Jesus. right? Jesus. So I have understood why men will go fuck this. I'm out. Like, yeah, I gotta get a lawyer. That lawyer <clears throat> yeah. has a retainer fee. I'll I'll just use my example. My first lawyer retainer fee was five grand off the rip. Five grand, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think most people have five grand just laying around. Then, mm-hmm. once you start going to court, that five grand turns into no money in i don't know two court hearings so in two court hearings i had child support established and i was told you can see your kid 16 days a year you get- wow wow then oh i had to re-up three more grand on that lawyer right on top of that i had to pay for 250 to go to mediation which i said i don't want to do because it didn't go anywhere then i had to pay 400 dollars to go to a priority counseling which is essentially a mediator that that writes they like they listen to both and then they write what they think is best. I had to spend four hundred dollars twice, so that's eight hundred dollars, plus all the other crap, plus child support, plus the trips. Like, dude, I, so it's like I I understand why a man will go, fuck this. Fuck if the that. woman's being yeah. unreasonable, you're gonna take all my fucking money, bro. I got back to, from Afghanistan with fifteen grand. Had to give half off the rip. Less than a week back, I got subpoenaed. I had to give half off the rip. And I dropped five grand on a lawyer. So after seven oh months in Afghanistan, God. I had twenty five hundred dollars to show for it. Oh my That's God! That's trash, bro. And I think I think this is this is the side that like a lot of women like they don't see, they don't realize how this shit affects a man like for real, like because at the end of the day, like all they all they focus on is like some some women are focused on like trying to trying to get the kid cool, but like it's a lot of women out here that is like uh, like I said banking. Uh, and we're trying to work the system to to spite the man just because their relationship didn't work out, and that's and that happens a lot in, in in our society. Like women try to like like you said, just you know work the system so they can try to get back at that failed relationship that 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 happened and shit like that. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know what I mean? It's, and at the same time, right? You're gonna find more pro bono lawyers for for women that first of all she claimed domestic violence and then wrote all this bullshit on the internet. And I, you know, I did my, I did seven months in Afghanistan. I was like, you know what? There's nothing you can do to me. Like, there's nothing you can do to me to get yeah. me to act out of my character, right? Because I, I refuse to give her that power, right? That was my mm-hmm. whole thing. I'm not gonna let you have that. You're not gonna be able to strip me of my power to maintain my own well-being. So, right. bro, I got hey, claim of hey. beating her and all that crazy shit, bro. All right, go ahead. No, I was I was gonna say so. I, I, there was a post, and I'm glad I just found it again because it was early this week, and I was thinking about with it going on uh, for for the show today. And uh, it's it's um, this dude that I follow on Facebook. <clears throat> he from Chat, and uh, he's like, you know, black power. You know, love black women and all that. So um, the post he said was, as a black man, do you feel respected and protected by a black woman? And here's his comments on it. Uh, a woman's words can protect a man. We're not talking about physical protection. I don't look for my woman to protect me physically because that's my duty. But when a man has a has a has problems, he barely talks about it. He keeps it in and just sweeps it under the rug. We deal with that a lot because of how most of us were raised. We was taught as a man we shouldn't cry. 
etc. And when women who understand that struggle <clears throat> and man goes through her words and comfort is what's, is what's needed. That's a form of protection that black men need. This is the first comment on there from a black woman. Absolutely ridiculous question. What kind of protection should any man be feeling from any woman? Why... <laughs> Why is why is forcing women to operate in their mas what masculinity so normalized? Women need more freedom and safety to be soft more often. I can't take this question seriously. Wow. A woman gets on here. Sis, you're thinking maybe off, but yes, we can be some of the most disrespectful creatures towards black men. This is a very serious question. They can't protect us if we don't protect them. This chess not checkers love. This is a very deep question. Her response. Dear, you don't know me well. You don't know me well, so I won't take it personally. There's nothing deep about it. I don't personally deal with men who would even fix their mouth to say no shit like this. Too yeah, many women are masculine. Too, <laughs> too many women are masculine centered. You're one of them. We possess both entities, but rarely use the left brain because we are forced to use the right. Lifting them up does not require protection. Black women are the least protected protected of all, but we need to man up even more, huh? Chestnut checkers, it's a cute thing to say when you think you're dropping big knowledge. This is far from that. The dynamics of the black men and black women aren't trivial. But if this is your idea of deep, we can hardly engage a real conversation. This that's reminiscent. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even get into the rest of the comments. I'll just let y'all yeah, y'all get don't on even that. Need to. That's yeah, reminiscent of the you're you you can't handle a black woman, so you choose to date outside your race. That's what that is. Like this man, this man is not he. He loves black women. He outright says, "I ain't dating no white women." All he said was, "We need to be able to feel like we can open up to our woman, and they protect that." And his first comment, his first comment is, "That's a ridiculous question. What kind of protection did a man need from a woman?" That's his. That's from a black woman. His first comment. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like. I, like, bro, that's what, so I wish Chance, I could tag Chance and look and tag him in this fucking comment section so he can see it for himself. Like, what are you talking about, my nigga? You I know think, what I'm saying? I like, don't think women understand how much power they really have with a man. You, like, they have the power to make a very great man or make a man become the most shitty fuckboy alive. Mm. Right? Because men don't get a safe space. The safe space is in the dwellings that we call a home. Right? And most yeah. men usually... Like if I if I have my home and this is my safe space and you come in here and fuck that up you gotta go because I yeah, don't have yep, nowhere absolutely. else to go no other safe space that's I how I feel my I house usually is my can't safe come space. cry to somebody else you know like you know like all that shit I just told you bro I did all that shit basically mentally alone mentally alone yeah yeah I mean I had I had Hannah to talk to but there's like it's not the same you know she it's not the same she can't help me. It's just mm -hmm. like it's like knowing every day I gotta pull a toenail off, and mm -hmm. you just gotta face that every day. But like my main point is, I think women need to understand like you can create very good men by creating a safe space with you. Yes, by allowing very them to statement. speak, to allow them to speak freely about their emotions, about everything, and then not reacting to everything. Mm -hmm. yep. Because sometimes men, if they haven't had like a heart to heart in years. They're going to just start rambling and they may say some wild shit, right? Yeah. But just to yeah. listen and, and hear what they're saying, like, I'm not going to judge you. Like, if this is a safe space, like, if you say that, yeah, you do look at other women and you find them attractive and you may lust, but you don't act on it, 
That should be okay. You don't need to get up and cop an attitude and pop me upside the head. Well, who you looking at? Well, who yeah. are you following? Yeah. yeah, not make it about yourself. Oh, you don't find me. Yo, right. You don't find me attractive no more. Like what? Yeah, exactly. No, no, no that's, that's not, not what I'm trying, trying to say. No, that's, that is that's a self-centered attitude. Like everything isn't about you, and that's why we can't last right. because I can't have a conversation with you and tell you like, look, I'm having weird feelings about myself. You know, like if a dude was questioning his sexuality with a girl, she would take it as an insult to her. Yeah, I'm like that's got nothing to do with you. This is me. Like I don't know. Yeah, and then she used yeah, that shit yeah. against him. And yeah. guess what? He turns from being a, a decent person to being a shitty person. He's like, all right, I won't tell nobody nothing no more. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. So, so, so I, I got, I got like a question. The black for, male, and and I say the black male, um, more more so than white man and Asian man and Hispanic man, we we have to put, portray that 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 vision of strength, because. You know, like we're we're told. I don't know from a, from a young age. I was told you're a boy, gotta be strong. You're a boy, gotta do this. Like you know, stuff like that. And coming to America, I was told again, you're a black man. You definitely gotta be strong because you're surrounded by this and this and this. So that's why I said I gotta like admit that testosterone because that's what they responded to. Sometimes yeah, yeah. you're absolutely right. Sometimes I've hold a lot of shit in. Like when my ex broke up with me, like I was in a state of depression for two years. I had to leave New York and join the military to get out of my depression. Real yep. talk, suicidal ideations and all. You know what I'm saying? So like, that's yeah. what I'm yeah. saying. Like, if you don't allow us to have that space to talk and you constantly tear us down, like, of course we're gonna look somewhere else. Of course we're gonna try to find resolve somewhere else. And it's not that we hate or don't like black women. I love, I love black women. I love almost everything, like from the lips to the way they act. Like I told you yesterday, um, Derek, with um, with um, what's her name? Fuck, why's her name escaping me right now? Fucking shorty. Stop. She's called a Nah, yeah, no, no, no. Um, she's a damn select. Bro, I'm I'm getting old. But I was saying like she's so ratchet. I love that ratchet. Oh, Cardi, Cardi B. Cardi B. Yeah, she's so ratchet. I just love that. Yeah, I love so, Cardi that B. shit is so sexy to me. You know what I'm saying? Like just. To be free and be herself, you know what I'm saying, and like, um, mm -hmm. so I don't know, man. Like, I'm just kind of, I'm tired of this shit, bro. I'm tired of this division, this intersection. I, I feel like uh, it's a weird time to be battling each other. Like, listen, we need. There's things in the black community that we need to that we need to do right. Um, yeah. that we need to fix. That we need to com converse, you know, have conversation about. But right now, when we're trying to get police defunded, when we're trying to get laws in place, when we're trying to get shit done for black people in America, it's ain't the time to be trying to argue with each other on, uh, well, black men are more oppressive to black women. And like, bro, like, that's not that. That's what I'm saying. Like, Chance, bro, you in the street, you in Chicago, like, this ain't the time to be doing that. Now, once we get these laws established and once these police get arrested for killing people and all that, all right, then let's get back to the drawing board on what we need to do in our community to get better. You know what I'm saying? But we can, you can't battle the white man and the black man and women at the same time. You just yeah. can't do it. We don't have enough people to do that. We have to be together and on the same page. Uh, with this first and then once we knock yeah. that out then we can go back and all right what do we need to do to get our community straight and fix our fix our problems and fix up that's what i'm saying like this ain't the time to be doing that shit you know what i'm saying like yeah. we need to be focused on yeah. one thing knock it out then once we knock it out then we can get back to fixing what we need to do because it don't matter who is more oppressed between us we are all oppressed 
to the white man. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. that's just what it is. So, we need to knock that out first. Then we can figure out, all right, what do we need to do in our community to to, to fix our issues person, uh, yeah, in our own that- community? Exactly. Just double doubling back on what I was saying before, like everything that we was like everything that we dealing with as far as a, as a people, you know, what I'm saying we got to fight like fucking like, you know, uh, the discrimination and segregation from different entities. Like now ain't the time to like go back and forth with each other as a people like we supposed to be sticking together. And I had I, had, I just had a question like I know we was talking about uh, uh, some other shit like I, I was just ha- I had a question about like. What what do y'all think uh, would be like some good and viable safe spaces for men to like really talk and get their feelings out there? If 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 it was up to y'all, like where where would y'all think would be a safe space to talk? Like, out of out of, I've been in the military for ten years, and in the ten years of me being in the military, I could say on my on my hand, I've met five close <coughs> friends that I consider family, and out of those five, three of them are right here. So y'all, y'all are my close space. So I could come to y'all and say, hey man, this is what I, I think black men can rely on other black men to be that safe space. We could rely on family too, but I think we could rely on each other as well to be those safe spaces because we understand, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like we understand like, bro, like perfect example, like bro, I'm struggling right now because I want to own a house. My wife is not working. I got to fucking, I feel like sometimes I feel like I got to do everything. Like mm-hmm. the money has to come from me. I gotta raise the funds for the the down payment, and I gotta raise the money for this to purchase this home because I'm trying to build generational wealth. I'm stressed mm-hmm. the fuck out because I don't know she's not working right now. I don't know if she's gonna work when we go back to the states. But everything has to come. That's something that I could talk to you guys about. Like Nick, you own a home. Yeah. You're gonna purchase another home. Like Derek, yeah. you own a home. You're gonna purchase. Yeah. Another, you know what I'm saying? I could talk to y'all about that and the stress of going through that. That's a safe space that we have. Yeah. Does that answer well, your question, Derek? Well, yeah, yeah, it does. But I, I also, because I'm, because I'm, I want this question to kind of go like a little further into like the realm of, you know how you know how women have like certain like 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 group homes that that they can go to like if they trying to let's say like uh, for some reason they trying to get away from like an abusive relationship or something like that they have like, actual home where like is there a home for abusive niggas like the niggas that got that ass one. Beat? One in America. There's only one. There's literally only one in America. For real? There's one. And that's There's a, one. Is that black man? man? I could I could no, go no, there no. if I get my Domestic ass beat on my wife. You getting your ass by your wife? Just get it on video and knock her into the next year. Yeah, I guess I'm trying to get it on camera. They don't believe you. They ain't on camera. That's facts, bro. You gotta get it on camera. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's what I'm trying to get at, because I, I feel like for all these, you know, for everything that women go through emotionally, I feel like they have a lot of uh, avenues to like, uh, you know, for the, the like, especially something that the government has put in place yeah. for them. Well, women, like women like are I said, emotional. they have the group homes. I mean, they have the, not, hmm? and that's not a bad well, thing. But, There's nothing wrong with being emotional. There's nothing but wrong. But humans are emotional. I, I feel like humans are emotional. I, I feel like we got to get out of that, this mindset that, yes, like women are emotional, but men have, have emotion too. too. We like, have maybe, emotion. Maybe, maybe, maybe we're not. They're emotional because they're allowed to be. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I feel like I feel like at some point, like you know, what I'm saying, like we got to get out of this 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 farce that you know, what I'm saying, just because you're a man, like you're not supposed to have yeah, emotion. Like we, I agree. We've with that. I think we, women we, are we, more we, emotional. We, just that they have more of a space to, and they're hormonally more emotional. But, right. but, but I agree with you, Dudley. I think, um, especially with uh, black people, like you know. And I've been, I've been on, y'all know I've been on that for years about being able to talk about depression and anxiety within black men. Mm-hmm. Like, 
we we need that like and we really have like it's black men that have PTSD that have like um they didn't seen their homie get killed you know what I'm saying they didn't seen they you know they they uncle get killed or go to jail they dad go to jail like days of fucking year that shit is ridiculous yeah that shit fucking bro like that shit fucking frustrates me that that here you are here you are and I'm sorry Derek but it's like you have a man that wants to be a father. Jeremy yeah, wants crazy. to do the job. He's working. He's spending all this money. Y'all told him to make it days. happen, bro. And then on top of that, and something that he probably didn't even say because he doesn't want to um, degrade the woman is that she's probably there telling her do- telling her kid, "Your dad ain't." Shit. He don't want to be. Yeah, he don't want to mm-hmm. be. That ain't shit. Mm-hmm. He don't want to be with you. Cause we see it's that just, a lot. I've seen that on Instagram it's a hum- lot of times. I've seen it too. Yeah. Absolutely, that is harmful to the to the to the child as well, man. Child, like talking about like your you know the the spouse to your kid like in a derogatory manner, like yeah. And we know we know what type of shit that do to the kid psychologically, man. It it, it pick them, to, it, it get them to force and size about like who who I'm gonna rock with and who I'm not gonna rock with. When at the end of the day, man, like that's your you know that's your mom and that's your pops, like you know what I'm saying you're supposed to love them unconditionally and stuff like that. But when you got somebody in your ear, you know what I'm saying allegedly saying some shit like. You know the you know the kid is impressionable. She gonna choose sides and she gonna grow up like thinking like, oh man, like my pops didn't really care about me or you know what I'm saying like she ain't, she ain't do this for me, he ain't do that for me like, and then it's gonna be it, it could be a whole farce, it could be a whole lie, but she just grew up thinking like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that that I, I guess that was like really like the 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 place where I was trying to go as far as like where like emotionally where do we where do we get to offload our our thoughts and our you know what I'm saying our our feelings and emotions you know so, that that women have so. I wanted when my plan when I got to Hawaii was start a, a group. I don't have a name for it. I always wanted to, you know, food was for us by us. I always wanted to use it, but I don't know if somebody get all pissy about it. Yes, but they will. It, was, it, was, it was a Probably. it was a group for men in the military to take their fucking break off and just hear other men talk about their hardships of being a man because we don't have that. Yeah. You know, but then then the only problem with that is is because of the military. If I'm an NCO and I hear you say you got a fucking drinking problem, I got to turn into a goddamn rat, right? Yeah. And I got to go rat you out because if I don't do it and somebody hears, hears that you told me and I didn't tell you, now we both all wrapped up. So I don't even know yeah. if that's even possible in the military to do something like that. Mm. There's probably ways but, around that. There's probably ways around it. Um, I have something similar like that where I do um, like a resiliency thing, but it's not like, it's not your standard like CBT resilience. It's something different. Like it's just like a, like you said, no ranks, no reprisal. Talk about if you got a shitty NCO, talk about it. You know, shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. You just gotta have good friends. Yeah. And and yeah. have friends that are gonna call you a faggot if yeah. you cry. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's another thing too, man. I feel like you know a lot of times, like I know like friends like to be super macho with each other and like be be playful and shit like that. When you, especially when you try to get like a little deep with the conversation and and then you know your friends start. You know, trying to you know hit you with the macho macho talk and shit like that. Like, I mean, why you feeling like that, man? Are you being a little bitch and shit like that? I feel like hey, we got we got we got to start progressing in, in the way that we think and the way that we deal with our brothers and shit like that. Because like at the end of the day, if some if I if I know somebody like I don't I don't really get into the like oh man you a bitch type shit. If I know somebody really going through something, like I feel like the best thing I can do at that point is just listen. Like, yeah. listen to what my brother is saying because at the end of the day, man, he may just need somebody to just, like, get that shit off his chest. That could be the di- – and honestly, bro, that could be the difference between this dude, like, you know what I'm saying, having a mental breakdown or just, like, all he got – all he, all he needs is just somebody to just, like, fucking hear what he got to say. 
I ain't I, maybe he don't want me to say nothing. Maybe just, he just want he just want an ear to you know what I'm saying offload that shit on, bro. And that's that's yeah. all. That honestly, that's all. May, maybe a man may need it or something like that. So it's like you know what I'm saying. And, and it's like we outside of friends, like it's hard to find that. It's hard to find that shit outside in society, man, because society is still under the impression that men don't have emotion. Men not supposed to have emotion. Yeah. This is still part of like societal thinking. Bro, you know what I'm saying we just I gotta, gotta break I'm gonna tell you one last thing, right? So I told you about the negative for three years, right? Yeah. So I was fighting for three years, and then I think a week ago, I got a letter that, because no one listened to me before. You know, when I said I didn't beat her, I didn't do all that shit, they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just got a letter from the court saying that I'm against Summers, right? And yeah. like, to, to speak about being emotional, bro, like, as soon as I read it, like, I just felt weak, because it took three years of getting punched in the face for someone to be like, you're right, you deserve more time. You are important. Because fathers are never treated with respect. Like, they're always yeah. treated as money bags. Yeah. Uh, you know. So Sperm to hear donors. someone like, you are valued. And thank you for not running away from this. It was like, bro, all, all I wanted to do was cry. Because I'm like, bro, this is three years of this bullshit I've had to deal with. Right, you right. know? And nobody but, sees so it's that. Like, huh? You know, and it, but the main point is, is like, there's things in your like there's things as a man like you you, you gotta buckle down on right and you're gonna have yeah. to endure the suck and you're gonna have to endure that no one gives a shit that you only get to see your kids 16 times a year or you gotta go yeah. do supervised visits because they portray you as this monster and all this bull crap right but the, the shit you gotta do because the payoff is way better than the three years of shit for the next 15 30 40, 50 years of her life, yeah. three years doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? But yeah, it's like I, you know, I, I had my girl. That's that's the only person I could rely on during all that. You know, because I was too being too macho to call somebody. Cause I was like so emotionally unstable after when I first got back, right? I left with the family, came back to an empty home. Right. Yeah, you told yeah. me that. Yeah, you told me that. Yeah. I was so un- mentally unstable, bro. I was like, and then like uh, it was like because the deployment it's weird you have it you're you're busy you come home you got two weeks off I had a month off and you just sit in the house and you have all these good friends over there and you come back and it's like no one from the squadron checked up on me no one talked to me the, the only time I heard from my squadron while I was out there is when they asked for EPR bullets I was like are you fucking kidding me yeah that's true yeah, that's trash that's fucking trash yeah, so, so it's like I I kind of wish I was like more mature as I am now then. So I could have called one of you guys to be like, bro, I need to talk because I'm like tipping a dark line right now. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's I, what I'm saying. That's all it takes, bro. Well, it takes, take, man. man. Just like have somebody to just really chop it up with you, man. Have somebody to just sit there and just like call, man. Like it, it like you said, it could be a close group of friends, man. I, and that's, and that's why I appreciate y'all. man. I know I don't, I, I may not be like as open with, 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 with people as I should be, you know what I'm saying? But it's good that it's good to know that if, if I, if it, if it is time to come and, you know what I'm saying? Speak to y'all and actually have a, a real life conversation. I can actually come and talk to y'all about some real shit. And I know y'all won't like have that judgmental mindset. You know what I'm saying? I can, I can guarantee I, I, I can guarantee y'all not gonna have no judgmental mindset in that aspect. So I do appreciate that personally, man. I just want to go ahead, let the homies know. You feel me? I appreciate y'all, nigga. Yeah, man. But yeah, um, yeah. this was definitely insightful, man. And like, this was a this evolved. This was this evolved from like just like the black male privilege to being a black man. You know what I'm saying? Well, to just being a man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, to just really being did. a man for real. And uh, I think um, it's great. And I, I I want a lot of people to hear this, because like I said, like even in the black <coughs> community, 
Um, depression and anxiety um, in the black community is something that's escaped and, and not really like addressed as much. But even further in a subsection of that, black uh, depression and anxiety in black men is truly, truly not addressed. And I think we, um, yeah. that's something that we definitely need to like touch upon and like address identifying ourselves. Cause it could, it can, it can get real, real, like you, like you said, your situation on oh, Nick, that shit could have got real very, very quick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, uh, I'm glad that you stepped out of that. And for me, like I, like I said, I was having three years, man, of depression and I had to change my environment. And the, the best way to do that was to join the military. And that's the, that's yeah. an extreme to an, another extreme. You know, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, for real, for real. So, but man, I, I want to thank y'all for real, man. Y'all, my brothers, I love y'all. No homo, um, for sure. Um, man, ain't no homo shit, for real. But for coming on here, man, and just like, oh, opening up, bro. This was a great man. This was a great episode, bro. It's gonna be, I think, people are gonna really like this one for real, for real. Yeah, yeah, sure, me too. Man. Uh, yeah, man. Any, any last words from the people, man? Any last words from the homies, man? Yeah, y'all. Uh, for me, just uh, make sure y'all follow Iggy Slime My Podcast on all podcast platforms. I just dropped a episode uh, last night. Um, talked to two mixed women. Um, mm. I told you about this a little bit, Jeffrey, about the girl that you know that was about the. Uh, she said she didn't like black dudes that dated white women. So she listened to it today and hit me up and was like, yo, my opinion has changed on that. Like, I, you know, I totally flipped on that. I'm, I have no problem with that now. I was like, bro, I would have never seen that coming eight months ago. <laughs> but, uh, but, but, uh, but yeah, man, y'all make sure y'all follow me on all that. And, um, yeah, man, appreciate y'all having me on. This is a great episode. Absolutely, man. Nick? Um, uh, like folks get y'all shit together. Uh <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh on all serious, uh, I think every black person should do mental strength exercises once a day. It's a hard world out here. And if your mind ain't ready for the battle, you're already half dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Facts. Jay, Jay, last Jay. word. Last word. Um for me, last word, I'm just waiting for the government to like um to to arrest uh, Colonel Sanders for stealing the chicken recipe from black people, <laughs> the fried chicken recipe from black people, and that's a a, a true cultural appropriation because ain't no fucking way a old ass white man from the south can make fried chicken that fucking good. Thanks. <laughs> well, yeah, last words for me, man. Uh, first of all, man, I wanna I wanna appreciate y'all for pulling up, man. Y'all. Y'all know, man. Y'all, I, y'all, my brothers for real, for real, man. I know we, we, we been fucking and known each other for damn near over a decade, yeah. man. man. Some of really us, dead ass. So it's like it, ten years. From yeah, dead ass decade. That's what I'm saying. So it's like it's it's real love and shit like that. Cause a lot of lot, if you be real, a lot of friendships don't even last that long. You feel yeah. me? A lot of lot of lot of times, you know what I'm saying? Be some shit that get in between people and then like niggas just fall off or you know what I'm saying? Niggas just fall off the face of the earth. You never see them or you never hear from them. Like yeah. But it's 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 good to have like that avenue to where. You can have friends. You can actually have real conversations, real deep conversation, not just that little, you know what I'm saying, surface level shit. We can actually get deep, get get to talking about some real shit. And you know what I'm saying? Nobody, it's like a judgment-free zone. And we can actually have progressive conversations. So I appreciate y'all on that aspect. And uh, other than that, man, y'all some real ones. And I appreciate y'all for pulling up. Hey, listen, man, for the people, man, make sure y'all follow my Twitch, man, twitch.tv slash Dudley DeNero, man. We gaming out here, man. Make sure y'all pull up on me, bro. I'm linking myself in. No cap, yes, man. Pull up on me, my nigga, bro. 
I think that's the only time you said no cap all show. Good shit. No, no, no. I said it before. I said it before. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> no cap. Hey, all right, hey man, you know it. Let him let him rip on the way out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, I've been saving it for the end, bro. <laughs> hey man, it's been a... <laughs> that's funny as hell, bro. Hey, listen, it's the, it's been a DJ Booth podcast, man. We out, man. Yeah. We'll see y'all later. Much love, yes, sir. Yes, sir.